Hey everyone, Emily here. I wanted to stop in before you get into the episode proper and uh, tell you all some pretty awesome news. We recently reached our $300 Patreon goal, uh, which is super exciting. Uh, it just continues to help us uh, fund the show and do all the things that we want to be able to do for you guys uh, without it having to come directly out of pocket. So just overall, thank you guys so much for continuing to support us. Um, but the really additionally cool thing about meeting that particular goal is that we opened the store. We are now selling official STF merch uh, on our website. Uh, so visit southerntomfoolery.com um, to visit the store. Uh, we've also, if you haven't checked it out, we recently updated the website itself. So uh, very cool, very streamlined, very snazzy. Um, and we just wanted to be able to share the, the fun quirky, nerdy merch shit that we can with you guys. So definitely take a peek, uh, check that out. Um, and for those of you who are our patrons, uh, specifically at the $25 tier, the Pools of Paradise uh, level, uh, they get a 20% a twenty discount for all merchandise at the store. So if you were considering uh, bumping up your patron level to something a little more uh, bougie <laughs> if that's something you're interested in and or available to do that does come with that really neat uh, benefit uh, so far we have a few items uh, up and we are adding more uh, every week um, and if there's something that you don't see that you kind of would really like to see hit us up on the discord let us know we want to be able to give you guys the stuff that you want to see um, but uh, again Thank you all so much for your help. Um, we're super excited to get this off the ground. And we're just, again, so happy to be able to share this with all of you. Um, without further gushing from me, uh, let me get you into episode 78, Pardon the Corruption. Motherfucker. Uh, rude. <laughs> oh, this intro is just for me then. Yeah, it's just for you. you as far as we know. You mean, grilled, frightful, scary looking lizard. <laughs> you say it like this is a life decision I made. Yeah. <laughs> I'm blaming you, Heath, for everything. I'm blaming you this, because it's accurate. Point forward. <laughs> Heath is technically correct here, just as the arbiter of this discussion. I'm Which is say. the best kind of correct. Indeed. Uh, how are you guys doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm good. Pretty solid. I'm, solid. I'm good, man. I got my Tito's bandana on. You do. <laughs> you do <laughs> have your orange Tito's bandana uh, on. My hair's getting so long because I haven't like wanted to go and get it cut and catch coronavirus. Yeah. Dude, I know, right? Like, I just have to like, hold it back. <laughs> right. Uh, but I'm really excited. I'm, I'm particularly pumped because tomorrow uh, me and my mom are going to hang out and get drunk and watch a bunch of MMA fights. <laughs> 
Which is like not a typical mom hang, but I'm really that's, pumped that's about it. That's a pretty it. solid, pretty yeah. solid mom hang though. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm super excited. <laughs> what everybody do for Fourth uh, of July? Nothing. Chilled, straight chilled. Yeah, stayed at home. Yeah, so hard. I, mean, I did. I did. Uh, I did go and go over to my aunt's house and like sat on the porch so that I did not get too close to anybody and, and ate some like beef tips or something. I don't know. Well, and then I was like, all right, I got to roll. We'll I mean, see. I guess, you know, having Corona virus out there as a, as a thing is like, you can be like, Oh no, no, I'm sorry, uncle Jack. Um, oh. I don't really want to talk. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I need the six foot distance. Surely you understand. No, no son, you don't need the six foot distance. <laughs> But a dude, what, what, what we'll meet at Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, but we do. Yeah. <laughs> what, I mean. what you need to go is ta- do is take twenty friends and go to Pensacola and party. Oh my <laughs> oh, god! Jesus uh, well, I got some hot dogs, but then realized that I, I don't have a grill, so I just like microwaved a hot dog and was like, "Could have at least that's boiled." I mean, that's American as fuck. But it's American. <laughs> what was it? At least ballpark hot yeah. dogs. No, man. It was like, it's not the red ones, though. Those give me headaches. It's not like the nuclear pink ones? Yeah, not those. They give me oh, headaches. Geez. So I've got to- They give you headaches. It's such a random thing. I think it's They're the, so you know, bright, nuclear red dye. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a hot dog-related question. That, oh, uh, oh, God. All right. Like, no, I'm just, right. just curious if this You're is a, a thing dog. that anybody else has ever done or listeners let us know. Oh, um, God. <laughs> really, yeah. Where are we going with this? So many Where are we directions. going? <laughs> so nervous. Mayonnaise and cheese on a hot dog. I mean, I've definitely cheese. Definitely cheese. Yeah. I just wonder because that's something that I, I loved as a kid. Just I mean, mayonnaise. a little mayo in the bun. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah bun mayo in the bun's no big with cheese, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like mayo, so I've never done that, but I don't see why that would be bad. I would prefer yeah. chili. I like chili cheese. Myself. I didn't know oh, if that chili was dog. like some weird thing that was you know. Unique to me, probably not. Nothing's unique. So. Joshua, it's mayonnaise and cheese, my friend. <laughs> on a hot dog. You guys though. heard about these? Exactly. On anything, no. Like yeah, mayo and cheese on a sandwich. Have you guys heard about that dank mayo cheese combo? <laughs> dude? Now you're telling me hot know dogs you guys... are sandwiches? Yeah, they're definitely a type of sandwich, man. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's on the secret menu. You know, you just got to go and ask well, them. For a sub it. is a type of sandwich. Right. Is a taco a sandwich? Um, we're not getting into that. No, no. I'm gonna argue. Hey, we'll we'll have a Tom talks about this. All right, so yeah, we'll we'll have the sandwich Tom talks uh, in the (laughs) near future. I think that's a solid pivot, in my opinion. I think. Yeah, I might skip that one. Looking for an idea for Tom talks. Just like listeners, just send in things that might or might not be a sandwich, and then we'll decide on air. We can just rebrand it as like uh, torta talks. You know, like. So I mean, was, you tried. 48 out of 55. I'm gonna yeah. give you the, I'm gonna give you the 48 <laughs> on Nobody nine. laughed, so I died a little, but it was fine. <laughs> I was gonna say with no laughs, I think a 48 is pretty high. <laughs> I'm trying to be generous, man. Well, you know, yeah. That's pretty generous. So 22. Um, yeah, let's talk about this corruption a little bit. Tight. <laughs> so I'm not gonna get all the way into it just yet. But what I will say is that every night going forward, Heath, Mike is going to have to roll a fortitude save. Okay. Every time that you take a long rest, you go to bed at night, you got to roll 
Well, I'm good uh, at uh, those. Not a fortitude save. I'm sorry, a will save. Oh, see, now I you're thought. an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, things got terrible. I was yeah. like, I was like, fortitude save, sweet. This bad, this yeah. won't be too bad. So, if you fail, you have two options. When I fail, you can spend a resolve point to change that to a success, or you move up the corruption progress track. I'll give you a little bit more details as we go forward, but you are now on... So, you've got a manifestation, stage two, and it's frightful, and this is what this means. You get a gift, and you get a stain. Your gift is that you find joy in scaring others, and you have a knack for knowing how to do so. So you're going to gain a plus two enhancement bonus to intimidate checks, and the save DCs of your fear effects increase by two. You can now use the intimidate skill demoralize others as a move action. Pretty good. Pretty good for Mike to, as a move action, be able to shake him up a little bit with that plus two bonus on the check nonetheless. However, you get this stain that comes with it. Your mind is so focused on spreading fear that you are susceptible to mental manipulation. Take a minus two penalty to saving throws against mind-affecting effects that aren't illusions or fear effects, and you lose any bonuses against or immunities to such effects. If you fail a saving throw against such an effect, it lasts 1d3 additional rounds. Okay. But they're not fear effects? That's that's cool. Yeah, so like charm effects, you know... Dazes, those kind of things will will you'll have a minus against. But anything that's trying to scare you, you can just smile right back at. Him. Will that count against his corruption save? No, it's because um, he's making a save against the corruption. Mm-hmm. So it it which is a uh, like a disease. Yeah, it, it's it's more so like a a, a full on affliction rather than just an effect. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Okay. Cool things. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of what it means for you right now. But just know that if you want to have that guarantee for a success, you're going to need that resolve point at the end of the day. So keep that in mind as we go forward. Uh, I will say, however, that Mike himself does not know fully what's going on you know it's not like mike all of a sudden is like i'm corrupted you know what you feel right now is that you're just start to feel disconnected from the world a little bit you just feel on edge and your nightmares are going to be vivid and regular you know um we'll get into that more but you are just kind of as far as what Mike's is feeling now is this kind of loss of joy. Just a general kind of like irritability. Alright? Okay. So, you get a great night's sleep after all that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And y'all wake up the next morning to two messages on your communes that are through the Keys of Elysium app. 
Well, Orin will start his day with a prayer because y'all motherfuckers need Ebra. <laughs> first of all. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, I guess he'd check his commune at some point. Yeah. Yeah, Diva would certainly take a peek and check to see if she's had anything from the pools or whatever. Yeah, I imagine Fel would get a notification from the AI saying, hey, you got a message. Uh, no, it's not from the AI. It's no. directly from the app. Oren, on your phone, you have a message from Philip, who requests a meeting with you and Mike later that evening, like around 8 p.m. Um, he asks that you and Mike come. Mike, you get the same message too, right? It's like sent to both of you, kind of CC'd to both of you. You also notice on the CC line is... Kane. Yeah, yeah. The security chief, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Oren grumbles. Uh, I assume that it's because of the scene that we made at the security ship is going to be my guess. But um, Oren makes a mental mm-hmm. note of it, and I mean, you know, gets up, brushes his teeth with a normal-sized toothbrush. And, uh, you know, gets ready to go meet everyone else, I guess, in the common room. Ziva and Fell. The second message you guys receive. It is Kathessa inviting you guys to dinner this evening. Kuiper, you also get this message. You're copied on this message in your room. Thought I was just chopped liver there for a second. <laughs> um, and Kathessa <laughs> is offering an invitation to a dinner party at the Taste of Elysium this evening. And she basically mentions that she's feeling better. And uh, she says, Kuiper, I know that it was just supposed to be me and you, but I've asked some other guests to join us. She wants Fel and Ziva there as well. Plus, you see Rami's name on the CC as well. And she's looking to have dinner around 7.30 that evening. Remind us who Rami is. Rami is the android... Um, like, Augmenter or... No, no. no she's a guest here. No, she's here. like a tech yeah. mogul. Yeah, that's tech mogul. right. Okay. All right. I was going to say, she's the one that's got the nice Android handler because she doesn't know how to social interact. <laughs> Correct. Correct. And she's also the one that interceded on your behalf when Kane Zofal came and tried to lambast y'all for interfering, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the final message that you all receive is a message from Dr. Lohman um, asking if she could pay a visit to each of your rooms at about 9 in the morning. So 9 in the morning for the APA crew and about 9.15 for you, Kuiper, is what she's asking. Um, she's just seeing if you're available in your rooms at that time. Ziva, what do you, what do, you do when you wake up? Uh, there's a the whole process. She, of course, yeah, brushes her it. teeth with, you know, a normal-sized toothbrush. Please mm-hmm. let this be a running gag. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she has kind of like her, uh, I would I would call it a, a glorified hygiene kit, mm-hmm. um, or a, a hyper 
fancy hygiene kit. Um, and she kind of like goes through and does her sort of beauty regimen and exfoliates and all that jazz. While you're in the mirror, mm-hmm. you know, doing all that, roll a perception check for me, please. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's just nothing. It's nothing. Oh, that's it's a not trap. great for me. Um, that's going to be a 21. You fail okay. to notice an eyebrow that's sticking up just a little bit too oh, much. Oh, God, no. <laughs> what you do see is you're kind of getting yourself together, grooming yourself. You look down for a second. When you look back up, you see um, Uli behind you in the mirror with her stomach like open, like ripped, like gashed open and like blood just pouring out of her stomach, you know, and she's like holding it and she's like, and you turn around and you see nothing. She's not there. She's not there. That was rude. Emily's lips are pursed not my too own. hard right now. Leave my little mother alone. Uh, how do you react to that? I mean, yeah, she would definitely spin around and sort of kind of double check her space, uh, and she would turn back and check the mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, she would sound stupid, but probably kind of cast detect magic on the mirror maybe just to see um yeah nothing um then she would stop the regular beauty regimen and go and just kind of like wash her face like splash water on her face um and say like and and do a little bit of meditation after that kind of think back on what Oren's taught her and sort of try and collect herself okay after she kind of like gets her bearings, she would shoot a quick message to the pools. Just a quick checkup. Just kind of, hey, just seeing how everybody is. Um, all right. To ping me back. Bye. <laughs> Phil, why don't you tell me about your day? How do you start? I mean, do you really want to know what type of gross stuff Phil does in the morning? Kind of. <laughs> okay. Well, vast. well, I'm, I'll, I'll give you the, the quick and dirty. Uh-huh. He, uh, Brushes his teeth with a normal sized toothbrush. Okay. He uh, fixes himself some coffee. Phil's yeah. Phil's way too big to, He's just to tall. have a normal sized toothbrush. He has to have a toothbrush. A Verthani sized toothbrush, right? <laughs> <laughs> As he's 18 feet tall. Um, Each tooth is like half a foot tall. <laughs> Fell the giant. Um, but now he'll fix himself a cup of coffee and uh, or have the facilities do it for him um smoke a cigarette and just kind of scroll through news feeds and catch up on what's happening in the world well we'll say before you get to the news feeds as you're brushing your teeth you're looking in the mirror and i need you to roll a will save straight will save all right no perception that's not great five on the die for nine total as you're looking at the mirror, you know, if you remember at the gala, your dance partner mentioned to you kind of the eyes being a thing for mm-hmm. Rathani, you know, and it being a bit of a, a struggle sometimes to like 
be seen as genuine or, or whatever because, you know, it's just big black eyes, so it's kind of hard to read sometimes. And so you're thinking about that as you're looking in the mirror and you're, like, really looking at your eyes, kind of opening really wide, squinting them, you know, doing the things that we do in the mirror in the morning when we're kind of groggy and thinking about things. And as you do that, you start to feel that tingle in the back of your neck again, but, like, instead of it kind of making its way down your whole body... Um, it, it feels it feels more like it's k- like balling up at the bottom of your throat. You know, at first it's just like you got a lump in your throat and you start swallowing. <clears throat> you know, trying to kind of just swallow it down, and then it feels like a little tickle, and you start kind of <clears throat> you know trying to hack it up or whatever. Maybe it's just something from the cigarettes that you smoke. You know, just kind of your morning phlegm or whatever, but it just start whatever is in there starts to seem to swell and get bigger to where like your, your air starts to become impeded, your, your ability to breathe. And you're, you're kind of opening your mouth, you're looking in the mirror, kind of looking at the back of your throat, and you see that the like round surface of something black like at the back of your throat and it seems to be pushing pushing up up your throat and you, you can't breathe I need you to roll a fortitude save oh no I'm not great at those actually no I'm not too bad it's a plus 7 so let's see 18 total okay you're going to take nine points of damage uh, of, of suffocation damage, you know, and kind of bludgeoning damage from inside as this thing swells, you know, and you can't breathe and you start kind of like, you know, bringing your, your hand to your throat and you're still looking in the mirror at this thing that seems to be like oozing its way out of your throat and you can start to taste it now as it reaches the back of your tongue. And it's like this oily kind of coppery taste that right there at the back of your tongue, like gives you a tinge in the corners of your jaw, but you still can't breathe. Roll another fortitude save. All right. Uh, 20 total. All right. You're going to take six points of damage and you can see now your throat kind of swell out under your chin in a spherical shape. And finally, and you get and you cough and you feel something kind of dislodge a little bit, not all the way, but a significant portion of this object in your throat now becomes visible in your mouth. And what you can see is another Verthani eyeball coming up into your mouth, filling your entire, you know, oral cavity with this slick, slimy, oily substance. And your whole mouth just seems to swell and fill with it. And you can see now through this third eye. So, like, your vision is all distorted now because you're seeing out of your mouth. Roll another fortitude save. Oh, no, that's not great. Uh, it's a 18. Nope, nope, 16. 
you take 16 points of 16. bludgeoning damage as this thing starts to knock out your teeth and it like swells in your mouth so much your 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 jaw opens but it's like too big to come out of your mouth you feel it stretching against the corners of your lips your lips are cracking and your vision is now being taken over by this one single eye this big black verthani orb that just tries to come out of your mouth i need one more fortitude save dude all right Let's see, that's uh, a 19. All right, you take eight points of bludgeoning damage as it bursts from your mouth finally. And you see in the mirror, like your mouth split at the corners, you know, like Joker style. And it just comes out, a couple teeth fall into your sink. Roll another wisdom save. 22. Uh, You're like looking down at the sink as blood starts to pour out of your mouth. And you look back up at the mirror and like immediately everything just snaps back into focus your mouth is fine your your vision restores to normal you don't have your all your teeth are there but that taste remains fell drops his 18 foot toothbrush <laughs> and uh just kind of shakily uh walks out of like stops immediately what he was doing and shakily walks back to the little living quarters, grabs or the uh, common room, grabs a, a pack of smokes, lights another one, and pours some whiskey into his coffee. All right. And just sits down and just kind of, you know, staring into the cup. Not even smoking the cigarette. Kuiper, what are you doing early in the morning? Like, you don't have to give me your whole routine. You know, we know you take showers with bugs. Cool. Got it. Well, okay, so uh, basically, like, the alarm uh, that he set the night before uh, just goes off, and just, the lights are just so bright and strobing, so he's already just kind of pissed, you know, so he does his entire morning routine in the dark, um, but, like, anytime he goes in the bathroom, he brings his, like, his weapons with him. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, you do. <laughs> Absolutely. Keep that thing on me, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? But yeah, uh, right now he's just going to just go ahead and uh, do a little bit of researching um, okay. in, the, in the early morning. Any particular subjects? Actually, yeah. Um, it's going to be on talk. Crower. All right, if you'll just shoot me a secret... Uh, culture rule and we're going to cut back to the group in in the common room so you got these messages right um some shit went down you just found out all about kuiper i think this is your first chance as a group to kind of talk about like what the fuck is going on you know as just the apa so i wanted to give you that opportunity to kind of set the tone for the rest of the day yeah um i will say this when Ziva walks into the living room area. Um, is Fel still got his cigarettes out? Uh, he's sitting there with like with a mostly drank cup of coffee and a cigarette that is burned down to the butt that he didn't touch once. That just ash and fell like on his on his thigh, and he's just staring. Ziva would go and take that out, put it out, and then she would take one for herself and sit down next to you and would say. I think you had a rough morning as well. 
Yeah, uh, one, another, one of those things happened again. Uh, I, I don't, I just, fuck, man, I, I don't know. And he's just kind of at a loss for words. Yeah. What happened? Tell me. I, I was brushing my teeth with a totally regular sized toothbrush for me. And uh, I just, I, I felt this, this lump in my throat and it just, it. I don't. I don't know, man. Like, it, there's a, like a third eyeball came out of my mouth and knocked some teeth out, and I was bleeding down my my fucking chest. I, I don't. I don't like this place, guys. I, yeah. I, I don't. I, I don't know that I want to be here anymore. Uh, I, I, I understand, fell, uh, Captain. Anything new with you, Mike? What about you? Uh, I have no idea how I, mean, I slept. You got your full rest, but but Just yeah, you shitty? full of nightmares, you know. I mean, obviously not as shitty <laughs> as Fell. <laughs> I feel like, um, I don't know. I mean, like he's definitely worried about like what's going on here at the you know the place that we're at and stuff um but he's not gonna be as weirded out as you guys are in the moment i don't know i think he'd probably be like in the background cooking bacon and shit. <laughs> like yeah like i i need to eat to feel better you know so weigh 300 pounds <laughs> like to eat his feeling captain i saw something not quite as um personally physical as phil but Something very personally upsetting, um, but it was it was gone as soon as I looked, and I, I can't find any trace of any kind of magical means. Captain, what was it? Yeah, she would she would say it was Uli, it, in a state that I. It was like a memory, but twisted. She was gutted. It was. It was not pretty. So, whatever it is that's fucking with our heads is, there's no consistency, but it's, it's preying on our fears or something. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't understand it all the way. But uh, yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I could fucking see through the eye coming out of my mouth, guys. I could see out of it. Yeah, but you don't have an eye growing out of your mouth, do you, Phil? And Phil opens wide and it's like, fuck, do I? <laughs> Perception check? I mean, can I, mean, I see an eye growing out of Phil's clearly mouth? Yep. He clearly does. There it is. <laughs> okay, uh, no, no, nothing there. This is... None of this shit is real. It's only as real as we make it. Well, it really fucking hurt, man. I, I'm... And he just kind of still shakily grabs a uh, another cigarette and lights up and just starts chiefing on it like chain smoking it. <laughs> so it's like I, I feel like you were struggling not to be like it really fucking hurt I'm down 30 <laughs> HP. <laughs> oh yeah 39. 30 stamina. Yeah I, uh, I can't do anything about your stamina bro I'm sorry. I, I mean in, in this in this moment I'm, I'm assuming this we're still sitting here resting. I could spend a resolve at the end of this to get that stamina back, right? You sure could. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Um. Here, eat some bacon as well. 
That's what it'll cost is. you a resolve too. <laughs> Eating bacon, <laughs> it's worth it. Um, Mike's raw bacon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stick some. No, dude. Like he kind of cooks, man. <laughs> no, He's dude. not uncivilized. <laughs> Speaking of Mike, how how does he look physically to us? Like, I mean. Hmm just tired like he's at a bad night's sleep or yeah yeah so so as far as the way the manifestation is reflecting on his actual physical presence is that like he always looks a little bit more like fierce you know Mm -hmm. um i mean he's not it doesn't look like he's about to attack you or anything you're his friends you know uh but he definitely look it looks irritated and like you know his his eyes are there's bags under his eyes as much as Vesk would get bags you know but maybe just they're just like a little bloodshot or whatever mm-hmm. and and he just you notice a little tick in his back lip you know just every now and then just a little quiver kind of around his back fangs you know nothing right. that he's got it. it it's like it's like this <laughs> yeah it's like keeps Did y'all get that at home. Yeah. No, no, yeah. do it again. Yeah. I think they missed it. Yeah, they missed do it, it louder. Here one more time. That wasn't, <laughs> listeners. That wasn't for you. <laughs> it's a visual aid for my fellow coworkers here. So yeah, things kind of suck for everybody. I think is is the consensus, right? Um, pretty much at at Oren's, you know, kind of saying, I don't like it. Um, as he would say, well. I think that we should figure out what the fuck is going on, one way or another. Um, uh, did you all get this message um, about the doctor coming by? Or did you all see it? I suppose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, are we gonna let her in? Should we reply back? I don't really want to fuck with this stupid app. I mean, fuck. I don't. Uh, I don't care to be here with 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 whoever wants to see this room they can come see the fucking room i don't i don't care if i thought i don't feel like i should have to be they here. want us to be clear they, they she want wanted to see you visit us I, just fells oh okay all right i know, just in, in, a, sure. in a spot <laughs> yeah um maybe she knows something yes she is a doctor hopefully i listen if this weird shit's happened to us chances are pretty good that it's happened to other people at the resort as well hmm Yes. Yeah, I mean, she's probably checking on, checking in on a lot of folk. Well, perhaps then with our combined skill sets, we can get a little information from the good doctor when she comes by. Well, just take a deep breath and now that we're going to figure out what the fuck is going on here and then we will, we will leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What did he say, boss? So you send her a message back? Yeah. Yeah, Ziva would reply and just say, you know, we're here. Come on. When yeah, I mean, ready. so, you know, we'll fast forward to that. You hear a knock on your door, you know, at the nine, you know, right at nine o'clock. Um, you know, whenever you send her the message, she was like, great, you know, um, see, see there. Um, and at nine o'clock, you hear a soft rap at the door. Would first, it, I assume there's like a little peephole kind of situation. Sure, yeah, there's like, but it's like future peephole, so it's like a Obviously. hologram, you know? Yeah, what I mean? like, totally. or like a little, a little view screen, you know? 
it's a peephole above a grave. <laughs> yeah, you know. That's how, that's this how is it works the new, in the future. New Elysium after all. Mm-hmm. Uh, she would just kind of double check and make sure it is the doctor, and um, she would kind of check on her crew before she opens the door, make sure everybody's kosher, and she would let her in and say, welcome, uh, please come in. Thank you, thank you. I, uh, I am sorry to disturb. Um, this this is just a, a routine routine check on the guest. We are just wondering how you are feeling. Uh, how are how are things? Uh, do you feel relaxed? Uh, is there anything that you need medically or mentally? How are you feeling? Can I get a sense motive? Uh, I was sure. gonna say, I wanna yeah. sense that motherfucking motive, like, dude. Phil sure. <laughs> needs that too. Natural 20. Nice. That's gonna be like a like a 32, a. I think. Natural one. Yeah, 32. Ziva rolls a 5 and gets a 37. Um, Actually, <laughs> Ziva rolled terribly. Um, so, what I'm going to do. Is go ahead and use my improvisation adornment to, to redo. Nice. Oh, much better. Okay. So 16 plus 13 is that many. <laughs> 29. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, both of you definitely get the sense that she's. I don't know. Hiding is, is not the right word, but that. This is definitely more than a routine checkup, you know. Like this mm-hmm. is weird, you know. Um, you know, you've been—I mean, Ziva, you've been, yeah, you've been a, a resort manager for a long time. You don't send doctors to check on the guests. That's weird. Zach uh, Oren, with with that natural twenty, it's beyond just weird. You can tell that the doctor is nervous. Like there, she's real nervous. So, yeah, so we're going to take a step towards the doc and be like, why, doc? Should we be all right? Should we be in need of any kind of mental assistance? As he asks that, Ziva wants to detect thoughts. Okay. Is that, nice, dude. So, so, dude, yeah. There's That's a okay. save against that, right? Yeah, it's 15. 15, okay. Well, she rolls a 15 on the die. Shit. Okay. Um... There's nothing to worry about. It's just, did any of you have the shrimp at the gala? Yes, I did. I you did. Any Anybody else here have the shrimp? What does the shrimp have to do with it, dog? Well, did you have the shrimp? I didn't have the fucking shrimp. Quit dodging the question. I'm not, I'm just, uh, the thing is, is, um... Roll, At this roll, point, Oren steps behind her. Like, he's going to step, like, kind of blocking the door. All right, roll an intimidation check. I can do that. Oh, that's pretty good. I got 19 on the die, plus 8, 27. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, like, you just kind of slide around, close the door, and she looks back, and she's like, okay, okay. There has been some things that are going on around here that are some strange symptoms and I think that there was some bad food um, people have been reporting getting bad sleep uh, getting sick, feeling weak and I didn't want to, you know cause a panic because of a possible foodborne illness this would be 
devastating for for our reopening as you can imagine but i am trying to isolate where this started and so i would like to ask you a few questions if you have had shrimp all right so at this point i would like to roll sense motive but i think like at least one more round of emily's detect thought or ziva's detect thoughts has gone no, off she, right she negated no, it she negated the oh first she negated round. it yeah. oh fuck yeah. all right well, i'm gonna sense motive anyway Oh, not... I mean... 18. Uh, yeah, I mean... I think you're too focused... Like, too just like, what the fuck's going on to really get a read. Mm, fair. You know? Z- okay. Ziva will kind of lean into the, the what the doctor's asking for, and she was like, yes, just uh, come in, sit down, ask me your questions. I had the shrimp. Go ahead. And she would kind of like... Do you have any... Uh, do you mind if I make some coffee? I, I, I hate to ask... For your amenities, but it's been a long morning. Mike already made coffee. Do you mind if I have a cup? Yeah, Thank sure. You. Thank you. We like uh, very assertively hands her a cup of coffee. Bacon grease on it. Like so roll, per- <laughs> roll perceptions. Anybody who wants to. How do you, how do you think people cook bacon with their hands? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Perceptions. Everybody. Yeah. Anybody who wants okay. to. Oh well. I don't know, man. A little bit afraid GG. of perception checks these days. <laughs> That's why I asked. That's not good. 18. Uh, 26. 18 for Fell as well. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Uh, okay, so Ziva, you notice that as she takes the coffee, her hands are shaking a little bit. And it's like she has to bring a second hand to kind of steady the mug. She takes a long sip. She says... And she puts it down and she reaches into her coat and pulls out a notepad and a pen. Says, tell me, have you been experiencing any strange symptoms lately? Uh, Not sleeping well, uh, not being able to breathe or hives or anything like that? I will happily answer your questions, doctor, if you'll answer mine. And... This may be Emily having a complete brain fart, but did she say that she ate the shrimp? Who? The doctor? The doctor. Listen, the doctor? Just, no. spoiler okay. alert, right. guys, it's not the shrimp. No, I know, no, yeah, no, it's definitely obviously. not, but as a yeah, tool, as a tool <laughs> it's yeah. a valid question. Um, I'll happily answer your questions if you will answer mine first. Did you eat the shrimp? And she would kind of look at her trying to put as much emphasis in that, like, what I'm asking is deeper than the shrimp. You know what I mean? Um, she says, I, I did not. I am allergic to shellfish. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I'll cut to the chase, Doctor. Yes, I have been experiencing some things. One might call them hallucinations. Is this on your list of conditions that people have been afflicted with? Yes, this uh, only one other person has experienced hallucinations. Mm. But uh, yes, who might that be? Uh, I am not at liberty to discuss that. I'm sorry. I think <laughs> I don't know, Doc. We're sharing. You might need to find yourself at liberty. Uh, and I'll roll an intimidate on that if I need to. All right. <laughs> I mean, God, I, I was <laughs> He's just tired of the dodginess. Um. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, twenty-one. Okay. Uh, she says, "I do not know why you are getting 
so aggressive with me. Um, I really do not want to tell you this, and but I fear that you will hurt me if I do not. Is this the case? Is this what you are telling me? Orin just nods. Ziva will interject a little bit. She'll actually, before she does anything, she will ping in Orin's head and just be like, I hope you know what you're doing. And, and she'll just kind of stare at the doctor. She's going to back his play. She says, okay. You are asking what other guests had hallucinations? Yeah, you said one more had a hallucination. It was one of the buzz blades. Please don't make it tell you anymore. This is not, this is, I am not here to, to lie to you or to create any problems. I am simply trying to find the source of an outbreak. Now you have a reputation of being a protection agency. I am coming to you for help to talk to me about particular things that you may have been experiencing. I think it is the shrimp. Have you, you said you did not eat the shrimp. Have you been experiencing symptoms? Is this a symptom? She like looks to the rest of you. No, he's always this way. Um, <laughs> I, I think you forget. Not like not, not really. So, we, we, we've intimidated the shit out of a lot of people. But we've not a nice doctor people. lady who's trying to do her job. Um, at, at that, Ziva would say, yes, this is a symptom. We are all scared. Everyone is nervous. And I apologize for the escalation of the situation. But yes, this is something that we are not familiar with. We are a protection agency and we are more than capable of handling things head on and physically. But with things that are go bump in the night and fuck with our heads, it's a little more challenging, so I apologize for the abruptly, ab- abruptness of my colleagues. And, I mean, I'll try and smooth it over. I don't know if I can with the diplomacy, but... Sure. Okay, so that is gonna be a 32. Yeah, uh, she, she kind of calms down and kind of just looks at you. She says, "I yes, this is not the first time one of these conversations has not gone well. I don't know what is going on here, and it is making me very nervous. Please, for the sake of science and understanding, tell me everything that has happened to you. And Fell speaks up. He's been sitting on the sofa or on one of the chairs just watching this lady this whole time. Fell speaks up said, I had a goddamn eyeball coming out of my fucking mouth. It knocked my teeth out. And then it was gone. It wasn't there. But I fucking felt it. The effects are there. I was hurt from it. I... The fuck is going on, Doc? Did you eat this shrimp? I don't fucking know. I had <laughs> drinks that night. Doc, I, and Mike speaks up from the back. Like, imagine where the kitchen is, you know? Just munching on bacon. 
Uh, it's like, hey, dog, look, I'm not, you know, an uh, educated man, per se, but I'm going to be frank with you. I don't think it's the shrimp. I didn't have no shrimp, and I saw <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't uh, feel okay. like going to the whole thing, but I'll tell her about my yep, vision, right? Exactly. Um, and her eyes go wide, and like you see, almost a sense of panic kind of creep over her face. This is very distressing. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I have to go. Um, please communicate with me with any further hallucinations or symptoms that you might have. Something terrible is. Is outbreaking here, and I must find out what it is. Can please, please tell me anything that happens. Ziva would just nod, and as as she, or it'll move out of the way, and open, he'll open the door for her, and kind of like gesture for her to be able to leave. And as she was saying that, can I can I do a sense motive to see if like she was genuinely shocked or like sure. I mean, absolutely. I just oh god, I want to know all the things. Ooh, ah. Ball sack. Um, that's only a twenty. <laughs> yeah, it's only twenty. She, she says to the doctor, "It's <laughs> coming out of my mouth. It's it's like everywhere, <laughs> just everywhere." <laughs> Normally, nope, never mind. Oh, um, yeah. As as she's like about to go out the door, I'm like, "Hey, dog. I think you know, and we all know." Yes, I. I this ain't that. no food poisoning. Yeah this new information that you are correct well doc if you if you find anything else for fuck's sake let us know okay what did you roll in that sense motive emily 20 um yeah you can tell that she was legitimately shocked and whatever panic that she was trying to hide before is now pretty pretty clear on her face so you know the color drained from her face she, you could you could almost tell that she was hoping that it was the shrimp yeah. yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Please tell me you had. Yeah, the we shrimp. gathered. Uh, well, yeah, no. not not so much that she was u- that she was using the shrimp as a cover up, right? She, like, she was hoping. She was legitimately. It was hoping. simple. <laughs> I just wanted to stop um, by. As, as she's heading out the door, like going, <laughs> yeah. like closing, Ziva would say, "Doctor, we will gladly share our information if you will share any more with us." Not asking for specifics. I won't push you to reveal patience, but let us know so that we can keep our heads on a swivel, as it were. I will do daily check-ins with you. Thank you. Yes, but yes. please don't eat any shrimp. <laughs> yeah. Can can you do me a favor? She says in the hallway before she leaves. Ask. Can. You keep an eye on the other guest. Don't worry, Doctor. We already were. And she would kind of wink at her, trying to be mm-hmm. nice-spirited. She pulls up um, her personal comm unit, taps her fingers on it a couple times, and your your personal comm units come on, and you see that she's just signed up the APA, like a contract with the APA through your through your app. You know, she's officially hired you. Oh, shit. The APA, okay. To 
check out what the fuck's going on here. Okay. Go on the job, boys. <laughs> we on the clock now, baby. Vacation's yeah. over. And then she uh, she she leans into you, Captain, right before she leaves, and she says, "Keep an eye on that bearded man, Mister Vance. <laughs> Agitation and irritability is one of the symptoms of whatever it is that is going on here." And she would whisper back and just kind of saying like if it makes you feel any better he is this way all of the time so hopefully he is one of the least affected she and kind she of would just smile and kind of like laughs nervously <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, that is actually the first time I've laughed today <laughs> thank you uh, but now I must go study well yeah Orn will close the door and be like look I'm, I'm sorry I just I don't trust anybody up here well, buddy, I, I don't know if, if going and threatening everybody's the best way to go about doing this. You know, I, I'm no diplomat. I don't fucking know. But, like, she seems scared. I think that we yeah. should save our intimidation tactics for those who earn it. I understand your frustration, and I, I, I know that you are a straight shooter in all both metaphorically and otherwise but we may have to go about this a little bit more eggshells yes alright fair enough Cap but I'm tired of sitting around she will telepathy to you and say I'll tell you when we get to play rough Arnold nod Let's jump over to Kuiper. What are you doing with your as this is going? I will say the doctor never comes to see you. Yeah, and he's just a little annoyed about it because he could have been doing other shit while waiting for this guy. Like you know, just already like already had another espresso prep for him or her. Her, yeah, her for her. It's just like nope, just kind of like looking to watch. Like I got a chimba, and then just like uh, at that point. He's already done his research. Is there anything that you can tell me or about talk, if you recall? What you know is that he has a pretty infamous reputation of kind of almost like paparazzi type deal where he he makes a living and makes his money off of like sneaking into places and getting footage of famous people doing embarrassing shit or like works for TMZ yeah but like a little bit more nefarious than even that right like because not beholden to an an official network you know like so like if if it was TMZ like oh he's like European TMZ freelancer (laughs) right right he doesn't get in trouble for this shit um you would think that he would. He, you can, you, when you I research, am very, very sneaky, sir. Yeah, when you research, you see that there is a, like, an inordinate amount of civil suits against him. Um, they, like, no less than 30 <laughs> cases pending against him. But you also find out in your research that he has a pretty extensive legal team that, that helps keep that at bay, um, for him. Um, and he just seems to be just sneaky enough to, to avoid, any criminal charges, you know? Wow. Um, all right. Okay. All right. Noted. <laughs> Sounds like a real piece of work. Yeah. He's going to actually head off, um, just start going down uh, to 
where all the the shops and everything are, all the you know different places and everything. And I think he's gonna pull up his data pad, mm-hmm. and he's gonna just because uh, right at this point, I'm assuming he's got the uh, APA friended. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I suppose uh, he's gonna say like, we need to meet, and just that. We should tote some goats, hang out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you up? <laughs> are you up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What time are we supposed to meet with Philip? Like 8.30 at night. Oh, okay, after he gets off. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like really early in the morning have... still, right? Or no, it's like yeah. 9 o'clock. Yeah. Or yeah. 9.30, yeah. It's like 9.30, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. And we're having dinner with Kathessa at... 7.30. 7.30, no- sorry. Yeah. Um, so, like, it's just, like, kind of a chill day. Like, I guess I just want you to guys to kind of briefly tell me what you're doing with your day. Or it'll go, go find Kuiper, you know? Okay. I mean. Ziva has some shopping that she wants to get done with the upcoming dinner dates and meetings. Uh, she's got a couple things that she wants to grab. Okay. Yeah, Fel's going to head over to Wild Apples, find a table in the corner and start seeing if he can uh, I guess try and poke around the network he's connected to some type of like Wi-Fi type setup here correct mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and just just uh, wanting to see if he can break not really break his way and he's probing right now trying to get a okay. feel for their network and the security they have okay. and you totally have clearance to do that now because we're officially contracted you're just doing pen tests I will say, and I don't think I've said it before, but like when you go there, you see there are like other guests here than just the like named NPCs that you've met, right? There's there's about thirty, you know, twenty to thirty other guests here. All right, new plan. I'm gonna go and talk to every single one of them, and I want names. You better have a voice for every. (laughs) So you're doing shopping, Ziva. Uh, Fell Fell is doing just kind of scoping. The infosphere of New Elysium. Kuiper and Orin are going to meet. And so, what's Mike going to do? Um, wasn't I supposed to go meet with Corin again? All right, you have a boxing match. I got to go spar. Mm -hmm, A little sparring match. Let's start real quick with the shopping. Just tell me what what you're getting, or if it's even, you know, the main cool thing that you're getting. Perfume. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Pheromone perfume. Pheromone perfume? Mm-hmm. Interesting. For okay. a human. Okay. And uh, the other one I'll hold on to. All right. Let's go to Oren and Kuiper. Yeah, so I guess Oren will meet Kuiper somewhere. I don't... Uh, let's say... Where are you? Okay, I'm looking at the app real quick. Uh, let's go to... Uh, what is that? What's that quiet place? Contemplation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess Kuiper beats him there, right? Yeah. 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 Or they'll just walk up, find Kuiper sitting at the table or something like yeah, that. Yeah. It's like a super sleek, futuristic style um, coffee shop slash like almost yoga studio. Like there mm-hmm. is just lots of like spacious seating and soft seating. And like it's all very, very chill. Yeah. So okay. I'm going to be like stationed off like away from any kind of. Ears in the cornfield, yeah. so to speak, you know. Yeah, kind of around around the corner, away from the the coffee bar, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, the darker, kind of in, area. like the little back corner, 
Right. Got it. All right. Yeah, so Orin walks up, sits down across from, from Kuiper, and leans in. Vargas. Vance? I'm surprised none of the others actually came to see you, see me. They're, they're a little tied up. Um, how'd you sleep? I have had it better, but uh, it wasn't bad. It's always my waking times that seem to bother me now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. The the good doctor came and paid a visit to our room this yeah, what morning. What the fuck was that all about? She never came to see me. After we got done with her, maybe she didn't want to. Captain seems to think I didn't take a light enough touch with her, but... Oh. I'm just... Well, did you at least get anything out of her? Well, uh, we did find out, uh, and then Orn will just go off and explain yeah, the details. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to have to repeat yeah, all Yeah, of course, of course, go ahead. But yeah, 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 he'll explain the details cool. to him, kind of catch, catch type her up to speed. Yeah, mm, yeah. Cool. In- Interesting. You know, I was doing a bit of digging myself, if you know what I mean. I've, uh, actually been thinking about the, uh, that Yosoki that we met earlier. I was, uh, considering... Uh, re-establishing contact with that uh, individual. The uh, talk was his name. Um, yeah. Yes, I, I I really think that we should, uh, well, by we, I mean I, I think that was kind of blown whenever your Vatani friend kind of hacked his eyeball. I mean, guevos to him, but still. <laughs> uh, <laughs> still, he, uh, we need to, it, people like him are assets in my line of work. And I think we could use that. It's typically they just have a motivation and we just have to use that against him. So I think I'm going to, if you want to pass that word on to the rest, I will keep you updated. Yeah, sounds good. I'll do the same. Um, the captain is supposed to be meeting with Kathessa later. Oh, she's meeting and, up with... Uh, Ka- yes, yes, I heard... I actually received the same message. Yes, uh, some someone named Rami as well. I didn't meet them, but... I imagine they went to the gala as well. Yeah, anyway, Mike and I have to go see Philip later. I don't... I think this is going to be related to... The little episode on the security ship. Well, <laughs> you have good luck with that. I prefer not to bother with him. Well, yeah, I, uh, I'm i right there with you, champ, but we gotta do what we gotta do. By the way, did you did you happen to see any kind of markings on that, uh, on that doctor, the good doctor? None that I noticed, huh? no. Okay, all right. Just Philip's got a nice shiner, though. I noticed that, yeah. So uh, just keep your eyes peeled. And uh, we'll be back. <laughs> so Orin and Kuiper spend the afternoon plotting. I like <laughs> it. Scheming. I like it. Scheming. Scheming's better. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Let's go. Let's cut to the gym. Um, and well, be- before we do, I wanted to say, I believe as per the canon, I've got the Corin thing lined up and an augmentation lined up. Oh, I don't know right. if they're both today. Yeah, or- they are. Um, okay. So well, you have the the fight first, I think, and so you get there, and Corrin's already there, and he's in the in the ring, and you see a pair of orange boxing gloves draped over the ropes, waiting on you. 
Oh, nice. My color. Yeah, yeah. I looked at some of your old tapes. <laughs> Did you now? Yeah. Did you find that interesting? I, I've never seen you fight. I've seen you play Bratorius, but I'll, I'll be interested to see how you fare in the ring. Well, uh, hopefully, uh, it'll be a good, a good, good sparring. Um, thanks for coming. As I said, it's, it's good to, to do some working out with somebody who, uh, a little bit more wizened like myself. Yeah, I, I feel you. I mean, this is where I feel at home anyways. Need to blow off some steam, clear my head. Um, so you, we did this boxing match, but we did it off air just because we didn't want to, you know, spend another 30 minutes going through the mechanics. Um, but let's just kind of talk through the fight as it happened. So the first round, I think you would say he, it was kind of a feeling out round. Yeah, very much so. <clears throat> uh, not a ton of damage from either one, a, a few good shots, um, decent amount of, uh, you know, more defensive kind of clinches and maneuvers and stuff. Yeah. I mean, you, you see that corn is like really like paying attention. Like most of that fight, he's just like watching, you know, most of that round. Yeah. Most of that round. He says, all right, I, I see you. You've got some new moves. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Uh, let me show you what I got. You know, and, and so then it goes to round two, right? Right. <clears throat> and uh, round two, uh, to put it lightly, pops the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, it's a slugfest for sure. I think total damage done in that round uh, by Mike was 29 damage in that round. And Corin himself did 21. Um, lots of punches, very little defense in that round. And you notice like as he's hitting you, his eyes seem to dilate like, like almost as if he's getting into like a, a bloodlust, a corruption, a bloodlust state, <laughs> you know, like and he's just right. like hitting you. And he's like hitting you hard, like a little yeah. harder than like what a spar would be you know like he's like landing right. those punches you know yeah i mean my my kind of thought with this round is like they start off you know feeling each other out for a second but as soon as one of them lands a good shot on the other it just goes back and forth right like and they both probably get into like we're not sparring anymore we're fighting right right um and so like at the end of that round you know he took some hits too i mean he took you know you definitely won that round um and so he's got like a little blood trickling out of the corner of his mouth and a little blood coming down out of his nose and he like sticks his tongue out and like licks the blood and then runs it across the front of his teeth he's like yeah i'm not so old after all am i come on come on let's let's go another round and like he seems like real agitated but yeah. you know he's he's ready to go so what does round three look like uh, round three, uh, which we didn't mention, round one, technically he won. Like, they felt each other out. He kind of outpointed Mike, right? Okay. Just landed a few more uh, more accurate punches, as it were, but not a lot of damage. Second round, they go ham, start just beating on each other. Uh, but Mike 
uh, fairly decisively wins that round mm-hmm. by about eight damage, mm-hmm. right? So uh, once they get into the like bloodlust phase, that's where Mike thrives. So he he landed some hard shots on him, a couple of haymakers, in fact. And then the third round is incredibly close, like super even. Yeah, he's coming at you, like you know, um, and you're you're having to put up a little bit more defense, kind of hold him up a little bit. You know, I think at one point you did actually clinch him yeah. in, the, in the third round, and so like. But, like, when you had him in that clinch, you can just hear his breathing, like, really ragged and raspy. And, like, you can hear him grinding his teeth, like, as he's, like, locked up with you. you right. Know? And I, th- I think that bloodlust is ultimately kind of his undoing if you're scoring the round, like, by points or by damage or whatever. Because he attempts a straight counter, tries to, like, dodge one of my shots and land a hard one on me, but he's too, like, in this... Yeah. anger mode and and messes it up fails the straight counter which allow uh, opens up a shot a, a couple of good shots for Mike and he ends up landing the heavier shots more shots and and barely winning the round by just a couple of damage hmm. yeah and at the end roll a perception check like as the as the little buzzer or the bell goes <laughs> that's a natural 20 my man yeah so as as like the you know you guys are kind of locked up and throwing punches and stuff the bell rings and you step back from each other for half a second you see that his eyes have gone like full black oh but then like he blinks and opens them again and they're regular eyes oh man that was exhilarating thank you so much for a good fight Mike uh, I see you still got the moves uh and you're, you're not too bad yourself, he says, while he's, like, probably wiping a little blood off his nose or whatever. He's like, hell, did you ever consider a career in boxing? I did. Uh, better some of, better than some of the bums I've beaten. Yeah. You know, Brutaris pays better, man. Well, that depends on how far you go. Well, I'm on the Absalom Buzzblades and have had a long career there and won, like, Nine out of the twelve seasons that I've. <laughs> I'm not been shitting a part on of. your career. I'm just saying, if you become champion of the world in boxing, you get a pretty hefty payday as well. And you've got talent. You've got skill. Well, looks like you're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> well, I it, think you I know, won. But, yeah, yeah, like you won, <laughs> but he still says that, and he Bitch. just says, uh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a weird, it's a weird turn for him to say. He's like, "Well, maybe my time in sports isn't done," and uh, he like confidently slips out under the ropes and just kind of leaves you there a little, probably irritated, you know, considering what you're feeling too, with everything, you know, like he just, he just called you old after you won, and he was like. Giving it his all, and you were still just kind of still sparring. You weren't even giving it your all, you know? Like, and you could tell that he was like throwing punches as hard as he could and like barely hurt you, you know? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, how does Mike feel about that experience? I mean, probably a little confused, um, by his his actions, by Quarren, um, Whereas normally he'd be really grateful just for the opportunity to to hang out with him, to to spar with him in particular. Um, but also, like as 
probably is always the case when he gets to exert himself like a little more relaxed than he was at least previously. I mean, like the gyms, like I said, where he goes and blows off steam. So, I mean, he's still uneasy, but it was probably good for him to get to throw some punches, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you definitely seem to work off some of that irritation. So like, it's not at quite as like on the surface as it was, you know what I mean? Like you kind of got into your zone a little bit and are able to kind of bring the, the pressure down a little bit, the boil down to a simmer. Um, right. And I think like before he left, Mike kind of almost would have wanted to ask like, Hey man, you're doing all right. But like, just let it go. You know? Like really, like all right, maybe not the time. Which is kind of him reflecting on how he's had some weird effects and stuff going on. So it's like, who am I to, you know, mm-hmm. ask ask if you're feeling weird when I'm feeling weird? Well, yeah, as you're kind of having those thoughts in your head, your uh, app chimes with a reminder for your augmentation. So you don't have to role play that. Just tell me what you got. Yeah. I, lo- I love how responsible of a citizen he is. He goes and gets in a fist fight and then goes and has surgery. <laughs> um, so a pretty cheap little augmentation, honestly. Oop, I pulled up the wrong page. Oh, my goodness. Uh, he's going to get pressurized lungs. Nice. So they're, they're really cheap. They cost like 130 credits, but they let you breathe or hold your breath for an hour, even in the vacuum of space. So, like, the whole, his vision of, like, his past memory of being waterboarded, plus the vision that him and Oren had of, like, almost getting sucked out into space and, and you know, suffocating during the whole um, Gardenzio conversation has got him freaked out about being in a situation where he can't breathe. So I mean, and the, when you thought you were going to drown in the pool. Right, you know? right. I mean, like... So many things have occurred in just a few days that have like been so long centric, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Uh, did you do any other shopping? No, nah, not really. Okay. So, Phil, I mean, you said you're just kind of. I'm not Phil. I'm sorry, Phil. You just said you're kind of browsing. I mean, and you get the sense that it's a robust infosphere. You know, full access to like a lot of like research libraries. You know, and like kind of lots of self-help stuff is is available like on the new elysium's library there's martial arts classes there's yoga classes there's philosophy there's all sorts of like great information provided to the guests there you know and you've already kind of spent some time with the app itself Uh, you're still working on that in the evenings and so we'll give you another role on that tonight um, and then, you know, so fell specifically looking for any, any potential, uh, security holes or anything that could be potentially exploited or, uh, back doors or, you know, some way to, you know, penetrate the network yeah, more roll, than just the surface sure, level consumer check. stuff. God, these terrible rolls tonight. Uh, it's a 21. Yeah, I mean, if you're just, like, connected to the wireless, basically, here, like, the, the, the shell that you're operating uh-huh. in is pretty secured. You know, it's pretty locked up. You know, you can't really get out of the shell from just your app or your phone. Gotcha. 
or whatever, you know. All right. So he's going to make a mental note that he's going to need some type of terminal access, whether it's through a wireless mm-hmm. hack or a remote hack or whatever. But or did you do any shopping no. that day? No, I, I spent all okay. my money on that uh, augmentation. <laughs> Just about. Nice. Kuiper, you have an augmentation today, too. Yes, I do. And, uh, yeah, he gets that little alarm that his augmentation uh, session is today. So, yeah, he's going to go ahead and uh, make his way over to uh, Titan's Rest, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's going to, I guess, head over there. And uh, who's actually running the place? Um, it's not Dr. Loman today. Um, Dr. Avrin the Rathani. Rasona Avrin. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and do my greeting and, uh, ask, I guess I wanted to start off with just asking him a couple of just routine questions, you know, uh, oh, okay. see what I could get from him, you know, any kind of information, you know? Uh, so like, for example, like if he's been working there long, uh, Philip Cosner is a good boss. Um, and if he's treated well, things like Her, that. And she, I want to do, yeah, she. she, sorry. And just wanted to see if like, maybe she had any markings on her, you know, perception, anything like that. So you're just asking her this kind of in the lobby, in the waiting room before you go into the. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, she says that she's only been working there a year. Mm-hmm. She's actually one of the newer employees mm-hmm. here. Um, she says she loves Philip. He's like almost too nice. Um, and that she really takes most of her instruction and orders from Dr. Sidrani, mm-hmm. um, who seems to be the one that's actually kind of running a lot of the things around here or trying to the okay. best that she can. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to yeah. ask the Kayon Reese question. Anything? Uh, no, she doesn't know. No. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, I just want to tell her I want to get some work done. Um, well, yeah, well, and so I'm going to make an, an odd request though. Um, okay. I just want to be like, please, uh, can we do this in, in darkness? I, the lights are quite bright in here. In, in darkness? I mean, it's going to be a little hard to see to do the sur- What kind of surgery are you getting? What, what kind of augmentation? Well, I'm actually getting a uh, two. Augmentations. Uh, one is uh, going to be for uh, pressurized lungs, and also one for glass skin. All right. I mean, listen. I'm going to need you to sign a waiver. I, I mean, I, I can, I can see in the dark, but this is uh, this is going to be um, it's a little unorth- unorthodox. But uh, hey, you're the guest. You know, if you want it in the dark, then. Uh, I'll do it in the dark, but I need you to sign this paper real quick, all right? And just kind of sucks to see it. All right, okay, here you go. And just kind of like just slaps pen down back on the desk. All right, and so she does it successfully. Um, you you hear kind of like tut a little bit, you know, dang it, you know. But she manages to... Just to, what you want to hear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Dang it. <laughs> she manages to do do the work well. Um, she's good at her job, and so you do have those augmentations. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's. Uh, let's oh, well. Uh, sorry, it's real quick. I just want to send a message to Barreldor at some point after my uh, <laughs> sparring match. Just be like, "Hey, man! Like, you know, hit me up when you get a chance." I wanted to see if Corin's doing okay. 
you know? Yeah, he'll uh, he'll send you a message saying, I'm, I'm at Wild Apples, you know, until about... I think I'm gonna be hanging out here all night. Actually, uh, they got <laughs> they got a dartboard and they got foosball and there's uh, <laughs> just a joy in this dark place. Uh, this is like rat. highfalutin, high end place, and he's like, they got a fucking dartboard, y'all. <laughs> you party don't stop yeah. till I leave. <laughs> so I mean, I guess I guess while we're waiting for our dinner engagements or whatever, I probably would head over to Wild Apples and like say hey to y'all that are hanging out there, but go hang out with Barrowdor. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, let's cut to the evening, uh, and we're going to start with the dinner with Contessa. And uh, so, Fel, are you? You know, you were invited to this dinner. So the two of you go. Kuiper, you're invited here, right? And Contessa is already at the table, and Rami and Indigo Thirteen are, are also present. Um, you guys aren't late. They were just early. Um, and, you know, Kathessa kind of smiles and waves you over with one of her arms. Uh, and this is a beautiful restaurant, like dimly lit, very like soft lighting. Um, again, it's very like futuristic, but it's not like cyber future, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's like really hyper modern. But, but with lots of class. Dig it. Um, and there's already a couple of bottles of wine on the table, um, ready to go, and you have your seats available. So yeah, you can walk in there. Awesome, yeah. Definitely do that. She would, you know, Ziva would wave at, at Kuiper and you know nod and greet everybody. Um, just kind of a little small talk, check up on everybody. Uh, Kathessa says, uh, yes, I'm, I'm so glad that you arrived. Uh, please, please join me as we, we taste something that's not shrimp. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes, absolutely. It uh, sounds like non-shrimp is, well, all right. <laughs> um, how many other people uh-huh. are in here? <laughs> is it like, like, I'm packed? sorry, I always serve as shrimp. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Um, so there's like, is this is like a ten table restaurant, okay? And like eight of the tables have people at them. Okay. So I will say this, and you tell me when one of Ziva's purchases was a ring of whispers. Okay. Um. So essentially, you get to there. You use up to five names that you attune to the ring, and they have to be proper nouns or. You know, proper names, rather. And it gives you a plus five insight bonus to hearing-based perception checks uh, to hear those names. Okay. Does that make sense? So she would kind of, like, be using that as other people are in the room and space around her. So whenever you feel f- like I should do a perception or, or I'll, I, I'll so ask, I don't know how you want to play what are, that. What are you listening for? So the names that I have attuned are Eclipse Innovations, mm-hmm. Kayon Reese, Kristoff, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Kuiper Vargas, and then my name. Okay. All right. And Noted. and this is if you hear if if anybody's talking about it in the yes. vicinity. Yeah, and yeah. it's 
essentially like this allows you to potentially hear a name being spoken a room away or even through soundproof glass, uh, but not any other sounds or conversation, just the names. Okay. It's good to know. So you kind of have that activated at all times. Yeah. So, right. but I do have to do a perception check. So I, I just want sure. to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So yeah, you, you have your dinner and Kathessa is like ordering like one of everything from the menu. You can see that she's a person that likes to taste she's a everything. So she's she, a sensate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she just gets like a, a little. A little, she only eats like one bite of every dish and then she like offers it to the rest of you. Please, please eat. Taste out of this wonderful food. Don't you think this is good? I think that the, uh, the, oh, the eggs a la deoxia could be a little <laughs> bit cooked more, but, uh, this is still very, very high class food. Yes, the seasonings are quite good, but the texture just does seem a little off. I understand what you're saying. That seems good to me. I mean, fuck their eggs. <laughs> um, Indigo 13 kind of like laughs, like giggles at that, you know. Um, and, you know, everybody else kind of is just like, mm hmm. Yep. Um, but it's a nice dinner, and everybody's like very colloquial and, and friendly. And then as like it's wrapping up, you know, kind of before dessert and everybody's kind of leaning back in their chairs. Um, Gethessa says, so she leans in. Arlena. Do you, do you, do you think that there is something strange going on here? And then she leans back and like laughs like real boisterously and, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. <laughs> um. Ooh, before we before she says anything, uh-huh. can I get a sense motive on that? Do that, I'm girl. Like, do I'm that. So sure. nervous yeah. about sure. everybody. I don't trust anybody. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna do that too. Okay. Ooh, that's a 19 on the die. That is gonna be a 33 for me. Damn. Oh, okay. Well, damn. I guess uh, <laughs> that's only. It's only a 26 for me. All right. Well, both of you still can tell that she's like trying to like put on the show of being the travel critic Mm -hmm. for anybody that might be watching. But, you know, she she definitely leaned in and seems genuinely like what you know, what's up? Right, 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 right. Um, Rami, for her part, looks very interested Mm -hmm. at this. Mm -hmm. Um, She was kind of being just politely there. Most of the, most of the, throughout the conversation in the dinner. Mm-hmm. But when Kathessa Kith- brings that up, she doesn't say anything. Um, but you notice that she exchanges glances with Indigo 13. And I'm sorry that they, uh, inter- ex- exchange glances with Indigo 13 and they don't say anything and just seem to be interested in how you all are going to respond. Ziva would kind of look over at uh, uh, Kuiper and then look back and say, Fel's going to hold up a finger. Okay. Before, like, seeing that Ziva's about to say something, Fel mm-hmm. holds up a finger, flags down a waiter, and says, Hey, uh, can I borrow a pen real quick? Ah, uh, sure. And he takes it, um, scribbles on, the, uh, on a napkin, turn off your comms or your comm units. 
Ooh. And then nice. hands back the, uh, like, you know, shields it to where it can't be, the server can't see what's being written. Right. Hands the pen back, and okay. then just kind of, you know, slides it and yeah. you know, gestures to pass that along and Super turns his off. Yeah. Super smart. Yeah. Um, would make a show of doing that in front of um, yes. Kefessa. Yes. Like, this is what we're doing. If you want to talk, let's let's do that. Yeah, I mean, I should also point out that both Ziva and Kethessa can uh, communicate yeah. telepathically. Yeah. Oh, that's a great um, point. I forgot about Sheeran telepathy. They all follow suit, though. Okay. Um, um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, Cap. Just uh, you know, precautions. No, that was. It's one of the many things I love about you. You are a cautious soul, um, and Ziva would just kind of say. I don't think it was the shrimp. And then we'll just kind of like sit back a little bit and sort of watch their responses. Um, Kathessa chuckles. No, it was not the shrimp. I think that there is something very nefarious going on here. I want to like things are alright because I think that somebody is hiding something and Rami kind of leans forward and just holds out her data pad and on it is a message and it's not through the app and it just says check your apps I do not have it be careful. Siva would telepathically ask Rami, you don't have the app? Like, just to clarify. Yeah, just she kind nods. Of, okay, okay. Um, and Ziva would nod back and just be like, okay. Um, I don't want to check the app now, though, because yeah, we just yeah. turned off her comms. Yeah, she says, um, and, you know, like, when she kind the, of... You know, she kind of sees yeah. that little hesitation. She says, so, um, Madam Ziva, please tell me about the pools of paradise. What new features have you installed there since we last spoke? You know, and yeah, you can and just kind of go yeah. go on with that. Um, so, you know, we don't have to role play all that out. How much information do you want to give Kthessa and Rami? Let's just kind of establish what you share. I would want if anything. I would want to ask them. Uh, did you get a visit from the doctor? That's a good question. Great question. Uh, they would tell you that Kathessa did. Rami did not. Interesting. Okay. okay. But Indigo thirteen will say will tell you that they had a appointment scheduled at 10 with the doctor, but the doctor never showed. Aha, uh-huh, at mm. 10. All right. Oh. And what time was Kathessa's appointment? She had hers at 8.30. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. She stopped yeah. after us. Mm-hmm. She stopped, but did she just go to research or mm. is she? did she get got? She did. So, oh, Lord. <laughs> musings after dinner or throughout mm-hmm. dinner, I'm sure. Right, yeah. right, 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 uh, right, right. So we've got w- one more thing to do, I think, this week is is that we need Oren and Mike 
to go visit with Fel and I'm Phil. God damn it. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> I, was, I was like, Fel's coming? Phil and Kane. He's going to have two dinners tonight. Hell yeah. Hey, hungry boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> He's 14 feet tall. I mean, 18. Um, 18 now. So they, okay. 20, 23. Yeah. 70 feet tall. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so they had asked, uh, asked you to meet them in one of the um, boardrooms, the meeting rooms. Okay. Um, and so, you know, you go there, meet them at 8 o'clock. And they're set up in there with uh, a hollow screen connected to like a, like a data pad. It's, it's off at the moment. And you see Kane at one end of the table, and you see Phil at the other end of the table, and you see a couple other security guards kind of just standing in the corner. In the <laughs> it's corners. an ambush. Um, and Phil with. We're both armed, dude. It's all good. Yeah, yeah we'll Phil, fuck them yeah, up. Phil, <laughs> Phil says, kind of like with uh, like an actual forced smile. Um, and at this point, his eyes swollen enough that like no amount of makeup is covering it up. And he says, uh, hey, hey, um, I'm, I'm really sorry about this, but there's just a matter that, that we, we have to clear up. And well, I wanted to make sure that I was here because I have some responsibility in it. Um, so if you could please have a seat, uh, and, and Kane is just sitting there scowling. Oh, Orton see. takes a seat and and returns returns the stare. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just yeah. mean mugging him. I mean, Mike Mike's not worried about that motherfucker. He's just like turns the feelings. I feel like I've just walked into the principal's office. <laughs> so Phil says, uh, "We we called you here tonight because well." Listen, I, I, I know that I, I told you and, and, and took you to, to the pirates. Um, but apparently, after I left, some, some things went, went down. And Mr. Zephel over here is none too happy um, about the injuries that his prisoners have. He says, yes, I thought that this was a prestigious security company, and here they come brutalizing helpless prisoners. Sorry, what injuries? Uh, do you say that in character? Yeah. I mean, like, I grabbed it by the throat. I didn't rip it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. Yeah, like, what injuries are you talking about, mate? We didn't hurt nobody. You didn't hurt nobody. And, like, he pulls out a remote, turns on the holovid, and you see some security footage. And you see it's, like, looking down at the little brig hallway. And you see yourselves come in to the hallway talk to the two guards that are in there they walk out you're talking to you can't see the prisoners yet because of the angle you know 
that is showing you. And you see yourselves talking, you know, into the cell, getting more and more agitated and animated. And you see Mike, like, reach in through the bars and grab somebody. And then all of a sudden, you see you do all sorts of crazy behavior. And you start just smashing. You see yourself smashing this prisoner against the bar. Just... And then throw him down. And then you start, like, sliding against the wall. You know? And Oren is like... You see yourself trying to, you know, kind of panicking for a second and then trying to calm him down to no avail. And you see Mike just raging out and just sliding, like dragging his his claws across the wall. And then he says, do you want to see it from a different angle? And he flips it. And you can see the prisoner now. And you see two men in there. But neither one of them is Gardenzio. And we'll fucking see ya. Oh, oh my god! god. It's a setup. Oh no! It's a setup. I'm going back to fuck What has Mike now. been doing while everybody's been else has been asleep? No. No, you're not going to go to prison because we're going to figure this shit out and fuck those guys. This episode has been sponsored by Roll20. This is how we roll.